Hey y'all, thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On this week's episode, Casey Tyndall joins me to talk all about her musical journey and her brand new single, Out Tomorrow. Um, hope you guys enjoy this one. I really did. Talk to you guys on the other side. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. What have you been up to lately? Oh, man. Honestly, the past couple of days, I've been trying to kick a really gnarly sinus infection. But other than that, <laughs> living the life. <laughs> it's always a fun time. <laughs> they, don't, they never want to go away. No, yeah. never. <laughs> so when did you um, sort of know that music was the path you wanted to take in life? Um, honestly, you know, growing up, I was very realistic about, um, you know, chasing dreams i guess uh i was going to school to be a nurse at east carolina university i was working three jobs played a little music on the side um but honestly music didn't really seem uh tangible is that the word um i felt like everybody wanted to be a big superstar and who was i and you know i really just thought let me just be a nurse that sounds more practical but then i won a contest to sing with keith urban in raleigh north carolina and uh, one thing led to another. I met my first manager from that experience. And then I was like, oh man, I can actually do this. And of course I've always wanted to do this. Um, but that moment it became a reality and I was able to go at it full force. So once you sort of saw that it's something you could do seriously, what was your first step towards making it a reality? Uh, moving to Nashville was, um, was the, the big step for me. I dropped out of college um, and putting my band together. That was pretty, that was pretty awesome. But it, it really was, those two things were the first big things I had to do. So has there ever been a time where you looked back and regretted that decision or no? Oh, absolutely not. I do not regret it at all. Um, I'm glad that God gave me the push I needed to actually do it. Cause I would have comfortably stayed home, you know? And so God pushed me past, you know, my comfort zone and it's the best thing I've ever done. Without that little push, there's a lot of things we never ever do. Right. Crazy to think what life would be without it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So um so after you played with Keith Urban, how long did it take you to move out to Nashville? I think it took me uh I wanna say it was a little under a year. I'm trying to think. Um, well, actually it was about a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Think about> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I don't really have no idea. <laughs> time 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 is a weird concept anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so um you always you always knew Nashville was where you wanted to be, I would guess, at that point, right? Oh yeah. I mean, even as a little girl, I dreamed of it. Um, but when it actually came true, it was just felt right. So how long ago was that now that you moved out to Nashville? It's been, I want to say it's almost seven years since I'm here. So what would you say has been the biggest lesson you've learned in that time? Biggest lesson that I've learned that I'm just learning recently uh, is, you know, it's really easy to bend a little to fit into what's going to like help you make it. Or, um, you know, there's a lot of influences coming in by people that, you know, kind of can control and help, you know, your career, you know, take off. Um, but I've learned that staying true to yourself and, and 
being who you are to the core is really just it's the golden ticket and you yeah. can't beat that nobody else can be you you know only you can be you there's only one of you and so if you just do you yeah. will follow and at the same time it's very hard to sell something that you're not like you could try to fit the mold as much as you want to but at the end of the day people aren't idiots they know what's authentic and what's what's fake oh yeah they can snip that yeah. out real quick yeah oh yeah <laughs> so how did you sort of um get the courage to step out on your own and chase the sound that's yours and the personality that's yours as opposed to the mold um you know you know artist careers are kind of like roller coasters you know they're up and down and i think it took hitting below rock bottom for me to um to really get you know strip back all the layers and get back to the basics and and have a rego you know it's kind of i feel like everybody can ha- kind of goes through that at some point in their life but that's definitely yeah. for me you know yeah. when i got when i got here yeah the peaks and the valleys oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so how would you describe your musical style to people that haven't heard you before um it's the rock side of country um it's just it's me it's casey tyndall it's Casey Tyndall music. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely the rock side of country for sure. So who influenced you on the rock side and where did the, where did the country influence come in? Uh, definitely Joan Jett, um, Hart, Pat Benatar, uh, 80s rock influenced me on the rock side, but also Franklin Gilbert. Um, when I was, you know, growing up and listening to his early stuff, I was like, man, they can be this rocking in country. I like it. <laughs> um, was, I know that's I know that's the country's. He's on the countryside, yeah. but as far as the rock influence, um, he was definitely. I mean, kick it in the sticks. I mean, I used to cover that song in my band. Like that made me excited. Um, yeah, and also like on the rock side, like Avril Lavigne was. I mean, I I love Avril Lavigne. Her early stuff is, is my favorite. Um, that definitely influenced the rock side. The countryside, um, <clears throat> growing up, honestly, just country radio being played in my dad's truck. Um, Allison Krauss, uh, she's one of my heroes. Um, I really feel like I learned how to have good pitch, you know, really came from listening to Allison Krauss and Rhonda Vincent. Um, I know they lean more on the bluegrass side, but um, and Miranda growing up listening to Miranda I mean she has some rock to her also Miranda oh yeah I mean yeah. she's she's just got the badass down to her tea and I just feel like she got me you know so Brantley was sort of like the first one to really make country rock uh, as oh. big as it is yeah oh I mean totally I mean it, it definitely I I literally literally remember hearing kick it and stick for the first time and going Oh, you can do that in country music? Let's go, you know? So your your country rock attitude kind of leads into your new single that you have coming up. Could you tell oh, us about that, Tom? Yeah, so it's called Jesus and Joan Jett. And um, I this song was written about five years ago. And it just hasn't been the right time um, for it to come out until now. And um, I've been playing it on the road ever since... Um, me and Evan Coffin and Graylin James wrote the song. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my fa- it's my it's my biggest song that I have, and it's not even out yet. My fans love it. They sing every word. 
um, and they've been waiting patiently for a long time. Um, but as far as, you know, what the song's about, I just, you know, when, when I went in to write the song with, with Graylin and Evan, I really needed a, um, I really needed a song that was me and to the core. And, you know, I, I feel like when, when life throws me problems, um, asking myself two questions could really get me through anything. Number one, and most importantly is what would Jesus do? Um, number two is what would John Jett do? You kind of add that all together. And, and for me, that's how I, I tackle problems or whatever comes my way. Um, and so that's kind of where the song comes from. And I hope that a lot of people can relate to it. Um, it's a very personal song, but very excited for the world to hear it. So why is the timing right now to put this out? I don't know. I don't know. Life, everything. I mean, it just... I, I I can't explain it. It's just now, now is finally the time. I have a great, uh, great new team behind me and um, they believe in me. They believe in my music and the song and they are just absolutely ready to help me crush this. So it's the right time. So when you have fans falling in love with an unreleased song, what's going through your mind? Is it like a rush to get out there? Obviously this took a while, but were there points where you wanted to release it in the past and held back? Yeah, um, there's definitely been a lot of times um, that I've, I've felt like rushed, you know, with with the demands for the song um, from my fans. But like I said, just timing just hasn't worked out, you know, whether it be money or, you know, all sorts of things um, kind of go into being able to record a song and and promote it, put it out. And. Um, yeah, it's just now is now's the time for sure. Now's the time. Gotta, gotta go for it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, you said that you've been out in Nashville for seven years now. Um, what, would you, what would you say is the biggest way that the industry has changed in that time period? Man, social media, TikTok is the biggest change. I mean, I feel like when I first moved to town, streaming was really starting to, to kick in the gear. So I kind of moved here with streaming if that makes sense so that really wasn't a big change for me i know it's a, a big change for a lot of artists but um tiktok and social media has been a huge change and a huge just you know something to to have to get on board with and and kind of change how you promote music how you you know make fans connect with fans um yeah social in a way in a way it's made it easier and in a way it must have made it harder too like you have all these new oh, yeah. platforms that you have to use but at the same time you could connect with fans without ever going anywhere really which is right totally it, 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 you know on one hand it's super hard to like keep up with the newest trends and and how to you know be able to promote whatever i'm promoting you know to its fullest potential and just keeping up with that but also um yeah it just is so much easier to connect with with new fans i feel like you know on instagram I have, I have my followers, my fans, and it's kind of consistent, but TikTok, I mean, it is new people every single day. Just getting a wild place. Yeah. It's a wild west on TikTok. I mean, I feel like re release plans. I have one for Facebook and Instagram and I have a totally different one for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so was it easier for, was it easy for you to embrace TikTok or were you reluctant to jump in on that? Um, it was difficult at first for me personally. Um, you know, I'm not one of 
people I can just throw a phone up and and hit the record button and nail it and you know I kind of get a little bit nervous doing it sometimes um so it, it definitely at first I mean it's still difficult now but at first it was really hard and, and you know I had friends that crushed it when it first you know popped off um but I will say I'm getting better at it it's definitely made me have you know gain a lot more self-confidence you know just having to push through all the anxieties with with you know constantly having your phone in your face but uh yeah yeah it's crazy how much time it's been like this (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so um and i asked you about your your biggest lesson that you've learned since you moved to nashville before what would you say has been on the flip side what would you say has been the biggest challenge that you face in that time uh, the biggest challenge, um, you know, I moved here when I was 19 and I feel like the biggest challenge for me has been like growing up and how I'm changing. So therefore my music changes or um, my outlook on, on how I run my business or this or that. Like, I feel like definitely growing up has been, you know, a big change and shift and been kind of challenging but in a good way it's a good thing and you kind of had to grow up in the middle of trying to make it all happen right totally so um where's i going totally forgot what i was gonna say (laughs) (laughs) the amount of times that happens to me (laughs) oh yeah i'm I'm right there with you yeah i'm like i had a good question and then (laughs) we were away yeah. So um, if you mentioned if it wasn't for music, you'd be a nurse right now, right? That's right. So how how committed were you to becoming a nurse and how difficult was it for you to drop all that and move out to Nashville? I was super committed. Um, I was a nurse aide. I got my nurse aide uh, kind of career going in high school and college and then was going on track to you know apply to the nursing school I'd, I had gotten my two years of prerequisites done at East Carolina and that's when the Keith Urban thing happened and I had a choice to make and it was either go to nursing school or go to Nashville and I mean I you know that healthcare and, and all that stuff is still a passion for me but I mean obviously music I mean that's music that's, is music <laughs> so I was so committed to it until the opportunity actually arose to move to Nashville and actually chase this thing. Um, so it was not, it was not a hard decision. I mean, it was a little bit difficult to go, okay, you're throwing away a solid worked for. Yeah. career, but I've worked for, you know, since I was 14 years old, um, you know, to doing something very like, you know, uncertain and uh, just, you know, I could go out there and fall flat on my ass and, you know, have to come back home and maybe I can get back in the school, you know, I don't know. But uh, it, it was just a little bit of that. Most of it was, hell yeah, let's go. I, I mean, you only get this chance once. Yeah, of course, you got to jump at that opportunity. Yeah. So once you moved out to town, how long did it sort of take you to find that crew of people that you gel with and trust and all that? Um, honestly, it didn't, it didn't take long. Um, I moved here with a, a girl named Mandela Monchick who now manages Laney Wilson and we're all in this big girl gang. Um, so I had somebody with me right when I moved to town 
and I had a management, a manager, a management company at the time. So I definitely moved here with a family um, and quickly met friends um, that are, you know, my family now. And, um, you know, I, I was a year in and, and signed my first publishing deal with, with Tom Luteran and Sony, uh, Sony ATV. And uh, they're just Sony now, but um, I mean, it really didn't take long. I do feel blessed. I know a lot of people that, that don't necessarily get that quick, you know, situation. Um, but I was pretty blessed to have a, a close knit family uh, pretty soon after I moved down. So what would you say is the importance of having that to people that may not understand? I think it's huge. Um, I think it's one of the most important things uh, living here. Um, you know, we don't, we don't have our family here. Um, so our friends, they are our family. And um, if you don't have that tribe here, um, you're, you're going to fall apart. I mean, there are some, there are some like artists that, you know, kind of keep themselves and they, and they, a lot of people get scared of like the competition and stuff like that, but um, you can tell it. And I feel so blessed to have my group of friends and my team. Um, you know, they keep you, they keep you old up and your mental health and everything. And yeah, just their family here. It's so important. So you mentioned the the competition in Nashville and there, how daunting was that for you when you first moved having all these other people chasing down the exact same dream as you um like I said honestly having that tribe around me truly helped but also you know for me it seems like if you let it get to you it can but you can also look at it like hey those people are wanting to do the same thing that you do and so that's awesome congratulations you know what I mean like you would yeah. you would have have those same things going on or whatever um so it's never honestly I've never really had a big problem with it like I said just having that family having that tribe um around me uh has kept me just mostly positive that's that's very good (laughs) um so after the new single what's what's next for you I'm going to be going on tour in the spring. Uh, I don't know if I can say it right now, but um, if you just keep following me, uh, I think we're going to be announcing in the next week or two um, the tour that I'll be on in the spring. So definitely touring and I have some other songs coming out, um, you know, first part of the year. So very, very excited for you guys to hear everything that that we're going to be doing and um, hope to see everybody at a show. You sound very excited for this year, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you so much again for, for doing this. Oh, man, thank you. I appreciate it of so course. much. Of course. Have a great day. Oh, you too. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Leave us a nice review and go check out Casey on all social media and streaming platforms. Thank you guys so, so much again for tuning in.